0: From our
1: studios in beautiful North Florida Celebrating two years of color commentary It's in black and white And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks Let's
0: get it started Let's get it started here Let's get it started Let's get it started here started started. started.
1: started.
0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls patriots of all ages welcome my friends to anniversary week here on in black and right the new definition of color commentary once again Celebrating our second year, which is pretty amazing because I didn't think we were going to be able to get that far, honestly. But with now over two years, 300 plus episodes, and more to come this year, and probably what's going to be the most wackadoodle year, turbulent year, historic year that our nation is ever really going to face uh, right now. but. Looking forward to it and to be there with you now. I'm a little late in getting uh, (laughs) Getting started here uh, this week because on our anniversary, it was January the 3rd and believe you me that (laughs) Was very much like our first anniversary Which was January 3rd? 2023 because that was the day the craziness started uh in congress and the mccarthy speaker fight uh was going on for its historic 15 rounder and believe me it was definitely had that fight kind of feel um that was kind of what was going on then now january 3rd was (laughs) speaker mike johnson holding his dog-and-pony show down at the border with several uh, Republican members of the house and oh My goodness that one was kind of on the weird side, too But what can we do folks? Uh, Reality has this real interesting ability To smack you upside the head and it doesn't care what your political meanings are. It doesn't care what you think or anything like that. Because, frankly, right now, because this is January 5th. Happy uh, January 6th Eve, I guess. And believe me, we'll be definitely getting into this for sure on uh, this anniversary week edition. Uh, so it's going to be probably a supersized one. But hey. We got a lot to cover and got a lot of ground to catch up on uh, seeing as uh, I got hit with a really nasty cold and really did a number on my voice and I do apologize for that but as the old saying goes the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry but it's okay we're back at it and Neither cold or rain or snow or sleet, hail, whatever, is, well, except for hurricanes like we had last year uh, here in North Florida that knocked out our power for a week. Uh, That's probably going to stop us, but that's okay. Or at least delay us. It will not stop us. Uh, And I'm looking forward to spending this Amazing year, historic year with all of you. Now, uh, before just kind of getting into more of the current stuff, but just kind of looking back on 2023, uh, I couldn't help but think about the first line in the classic Dickens novel, A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. And yeah. That's kind of what <laughs> kind of what the, the country went through and the show went through, but kind of but I prefer to focus on the good things that happened last year. Uh, last year, I uh, had the opportunity to make my first n- live national television appearance in May of 2023 down in West Palm Beach, Florida on Real America Voices morning show, American Sunrise, had a fantastic time. And I thank big time uh, Ed Henry and Karen Turk for being so gracious and giving the show some exposure. And that was fantastic. Uh, Later on in uh, July, went back to West Palm Beach uh, for the turning point Action conference down there, took the show on the road there. That was a lot of fun and got a chance to meet uh, new people and reestablish relations with uh, folks I had met before. And it was a beautiful thing. So that was a great one. But I think one of the biggest honors was, uh, I guess it was in September twenty-three. Uh, In Black and Right was named one of the top 20 black conservative podcasts by a group called Feedspot.com. You can go to our our website. We have a link to it, uh, inblackandright.net. And, of course, you can always send emails, questions, comments, what have you, to our uh, email at inblackandright.net at gmail.com but that was those were some of the highlights of, uh, of last year uh, for myself and for the show and I loved every bit of it however there was a unfortunate uh, <laughs> downside because late in, uh, late in August uh, yes Hurricane Idalia had actually come and hit uh the town I live in we were kind of the ground zero for that, and it was a cat one, but it did extensive damage uh fortunately uh our studio here uh home studio was was not severely damaged. there was some minor damage outside but not to the inside and I was very grateful for that but power was power running water was out to many uh folks in the area i live in and oh my gosh it was it was terrible yes but fortunately there weren't too much loss of life but yeah there were there was definite property damage there were down trees power lines some fo- uh cars were hit by falling trees some homes and i ha- uh here at the home studio we had no power or running water for a week so that was a little rough uh for me and people were very gracious uh, to send support as we were rebuilding and everything and so i i was it took a bad situation and turned it into something pretty good and I'm very grateful to everyone who sent their support as we were in the recovery phase uh, of all this. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, Now, the country definitely went through, uh, well, (laughs) to put it mildly, uh, its sort of uh, growing pains and Trump derangement syndrome sufferers were going all kinds of bonkers, completely detached from reality, and, well, hence, indictment fever. And this was planned. It was very much planned. If they really wanted to get rid of Trump, they should have done this two and a half, three years ago. But they didn't. They waited for, right now, after long after he had already announced he's going to be running in 2024 and then well the minions the minions uh who were uh well i've kind of put this into two different categories you have uh the useful idiots for satan and you also have the spawn of satan who are worse because they are Totally and completely driven by blind hatred and rage. And they're going to do whatever they possibly can to get Trump off the ballot. I mean, haven't we seen enough of this? And it's still going today. Yes, there's the Colorado decision by the the Colorado Supreme Court. And that's absolutely nothing short of odd. Then, um, of course, you had the... Uh, uh, the Secretary of State of Maine... <laughs> who is pretty much an example of why... I mean, this woman says, oh, politics weren't involved in that. It's like, really? What makes you think that you're okay uh with doing this you essentially um (laughs) you essentially unilaterally um took him off the ballot so yeah i mean you you just did it by yourself you did no consultation with the attorney general no consultation with the governor or whatever And so, yeah, sorry. Uh, And, of course, here you are with pictures of Biden and Obama. And I thought to myself, oh, great, another millennial, overprivileged white chick who thinks that she knows better than everybody else. And, of course, it's carried over right now. We've got two more states that tried it. Or are in the process of trying to do that. One of them is Wyoming. Uh, bad idea because uh, just earlier today, breaking, uh, somewhat breaking news, a federal judge in Wyoming uh, re- completely rejected out of hand any attempt to remove Trump from the Wyoming ballot. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, uh, now they're going to try it in a red state, a very red state like Wyoming, which happens to be the former state that Looney Liz Cheney represented and got several anatomical parts handed to her in the primary, for sure. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. It She lost it by 40 points to Harriet Haberman. And, of course, she's... Yeah, Liz Cheney just... Is off her meds and really should not be taken seriously. But of course, because she's anti Trump, never Trump, whatever you want to call it, the mainstream media just absolutely just loves her to pieces. But here's something that just blows my mind, and I'm surprised that not too many people have come up against this nonsense. Now, those who are on the 14th Amendment train, uh, be careful, because even Democrats are not thrilled about this. Okay, from Fox News, from December 30th. Headline: Former top o Biden. Oh, I'm sorry, not o Biden. Well, I mean, it could be former top Obama advisor says if Trump prevented from running, it would quote rip the country apart. Unquote. And that's from David Axelrod. Now, if you're familiar with that name, yeah, he was one of Obama's top advisors. And even he's saying this is a stupid idea. It is absolutely stupid. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I I can't help but agree with him. It is a stupid idea. It's incredibly stupid to try and do this. Now, another state that's kind of jumping on the bandwagon, which is a very blue state, and that's Illinois. Now, and I'm really sick of these people screaming about the F- Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, uh, saying, you know, about insurrection. Here's the problem with that, because these people are intellectually dishonest, okay? Totally, uh, intellectually dishonest, or they're constitutional idiots. Because as much as they want to scream about Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, they conveniently, and frankly, I think, intentionally skip over Section 5 of the 14th Amendment. The 14th of, Section 5 of the 14th Amendment vests Congress with the authority to adopt appropriate legislation to enforce the other parts of the amendment, most notably the provisions of Section 1. It's Congress who deals with this. Not a state Supreme Court, not some wackadoodle uh, Secretary of State. It's Congress, and Congress alone. So yeah, get... That's what is so missing all the time. When I hear these yahoos talk about, oh, he's an insurrectionist, he's he's an insurrectionist, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, really? The facts escape these ding-dongs. First of all, even Jack Smith, as messed up as he is, he has never once charged Trump with insurrection or anything close to it. So, number one, uh, yeah, how can you be an insurrectionist if you're not even charged with it by a morally depraved and intellectually dishonest prosecutor? Hello? Hello? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's bad enough. That is absolutely bad enough. But, getting into a little bit of... And and yes, it is the eve of January 6th. Yes, and I just love it because we have people, I mean, Joe Biden today going to, of all places, Valley Forge where one of the great turning points of the American Revolution happened and yet he is spewing forth all kinds of stuff, but I'll get into that a little bit. But just to tell you a little bit of what's going on inside the twisted mind of Jack Smith, I mean, this dude is desperate, he is unfreaking hinged. Case in point, I'm just blown away by this because I am absolutely he just, Jack Smith just filed. Uh something uh, just filed a brief with the court and You just gotta hear this. This is uh, just a little snippet from MSLSD We'll just read again from the filing because this could be right out of a political thriller quote The nation would have no recourse to deter a president from inciting his supporters during a state of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers to ensure he remains in office unlawfully. Yepo, folks. Jack Smith actually filed that to a court. That if Trump gets his immunity, that somehow if he's reelected and his first state of the union, he's going to call for people to rise up and kill opposing lawmakers. I mean, this is not a political thriller. This is a guy who's in serious, and I mean serious, need of psychiatric help. This is not just grasping at straws. This is not just some sort of legal Hail Mary. This is a guy who has completely... He's off, of what's, he's off his rocker and he's lost what's left of his reprobate mind. I mean... This is supposed to be a serious lawyer? And he's filing that to try to stop Trump? Folks, hello? I mean, that's just one aspect of this. I warned y'all before the end of 23, get ready. Be- just get ready because this is going to get weird and just nutty. And wackadoodle, doodle And it didn't even take the first week of January to get proven right. And I'm not doing it because my ego needs to stroke. But I warned people. I warned y'all. These people are not just desperate. They're loons. Full-blown, full-grown loons. Now, just kind of circling back a little bit. Um... Joe Biden going to, uh, let's see, yeah, who's going to uh, Valley Forge. And this, I mean, he this is now gone, but because it just did not work, because it alienated just way too many dang people. But this is Biden's uh, first political ad of 24. And just listen to it and it will explain everything.
1: I've made the preservation of American democracy a central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections, and the right to vote fairly, and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The vice president and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration, and I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities, where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing beyond our capacity when we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message.
0: Okay. Now, just a little bit of a brief lesson in politics and presidential politics, or it's it's actually not just presidential politics, it's just politics, period. If you are an incumbent and... And Ronald Reagan taught us this incredibly well. The question becomes, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And it was brilliant then because that's what Reagan used to beat Jimmy Carter back in 1980 and did an even better job in 84, winning 49 out of 50 states. The only state he lost was Minnesota because that was Walter Mondale's uh, home state. Other than that, it was a Reagan landslide. So now, if you're Joe Biden and you want to be reelected, elected uh, dude, you, if your only real sort of quote-unquote accomplishment is... Just trying to scare the living crap out of people uh, and alienate at least one half or maybe even closer to two-thirds of the population and trying to paint them as violent and racist and domestic terrorists. You tried that already. Is there any I remember your famous speech, uh, Joe Biden, last year in Philadelphia, right at Independence Hall, with the whole sort of dark red uh, background, and you had a couple of Marines there. I mean, you're looking essentially like Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars, and the vitriol, you spit out and the venom and the poison it's dude get real get real you're Joe Biden Kamala Harris if there's a you, you look in the dictionary under the word failure you would find one or both of their pictures in there I mean come on what did Joe promise us back in 2020 rebuilding the american middle class <clears throat> didn't happen reducing crime <clears throat> didn't happen uniting the country <clears throat> definitely didn't happen restoring america's soul what the hell does that mean but whatever it is no promoting world peace <laughs> Never mind. I don't even want to get into that. And strengthening the middle class. <laughs> no. You've essentially put a target on the middle class. You've, you've got a border that's so wide open, it's like it makes the Grand Canyon jealous. You've got 8 to 10 million or more illegal immigrants invading our country. You won't shut down the border. And also... To Mike Johnson, Mr. Speaker, you talk about your Christian worldview. Now, I too am a Christian man, but frankly, your honeymoon period is over. It's either you actually do what you're supposed to do, or frankly, your speakership is pretty much going to be in danger. It's going to be in danger because already. You have a very, very, very slim, I mean, razor-thin margin in the house. And you've already got people, you know, that, you're mad, that y'all got mad at when people like Matt Gates and Bob Good of Virginia, Matt Rosendale of Montana, pretty much dumped McCarthy because he was a lying sack of crap. Okay, and the revenge, the Republican revenge porn was pathetic to watch. It it was, it just was. So, you know, whatever. But if Mike Johnson ain't careful, uh, yeah, this is going to get ugly. This is going to get really stinking ugly. Now, it's already bad enough with, and just back briefly on, uh, January 6th, my, my governor, Ron DeSantis, during a CNN town hall, pretty much just ended his political career, and it goes a little something like this. Did the January 6th insurrectionists display patronism, as some of them claimed they did? No, of course not. I mean that was not a good day for the country. Um I think the media has taken that and I think the left has taken that and really tried to politicize it, but it was not a good day for the country. Mm mm mm. Hello. That's Ron DeSantis. Now the guy who asked the question, I'm really wa- i I'm really believe the guy's a Democrat. Because he actually used the term insurrectionist. You know, and really had apparently a rough time using co- pronouncing the word patriotism. But still, the fact that DeSantis answered it the way he did, uh, no, I'm sorry, Governor, your political career is toast, okay? It's already toasted. Nikki Haley is running ahead of you in the polls, but she's nowhere close to Trump. And whatever the mainstream media does to try to prop her up and all this money that she gets from all of these never Trump mega donors, it's not gonna help her. And you certainly didn't help yourself, Governor. And it really makes me sorry that I actually voted for you in your reelection bid, because if I knew you were this much of a dingbat, I don't I would not have voted for you. I'm sorry. I mean, I wouldn't have voted for the Democrat, but I wouldn't have voted for you either. And this is a, I mean, forget it. He's not, he's, yes, he has to fulfill the rest of his term till 2026 as governor of Florida, or unless he resigns or something, but 2028 and beyond, forget it. You're done, uh, Governor DeSantis. And if you're going to try to go for <clears throat> any type of future office like senate or whatever or presidency again you're done people already know and believe you me a america first trump supporters i mean my gosh last time i checked the polls trump was anywhere from 20 to 30 points ahead of the santas right here in florida now if you can't carry your own home state and Nikki Haley is down like 29, 30 points to Trump in South Carolina, a place where she was governor, you know you've got problems. You know you got problems because as incumbents, you're supposed to know these things. You're supposed to tout your accomplishments. If Biden's only accomplishment is talking about our democracy, quote unquote, which, by the way, the translation of that, uh, if you listen to any leftists talk about it, the translation is our oligarchy, our regime, or whatever. But there, it is not democracy. Because it is never democracy when you're trying to take someone off the ballot just because you don't like them, and you're trying to attribute to them things that are absolutely false and you can't even follow the dad gun US Constitution it's like hey it is not a court's job to do this it is not a court's job read section 5 of the 14th amendment okay i just quoted it it gives congress and only congress the ability to come up with legislation that can do this but nope. Oh, no, no, no. It's like you really seem to think that the American people are truly stupid. This is elitism. This is arrogance and hubris on a scale I have never seen in over 25 years of doing media and 30 years of uh, being in the political world. I'm, I'm blown away. I'm just absolutely blown away by this oh and it gets even more fun now let's okay wait a minute where did I go yeah now kind of going back excuse me hang tight this is going this a little bit more of what you have a chance to look forward to because there is and Tucker Carlson has talked about this. Dan Bongino's talked about this. Others are talking about this too. Democrats, I mean, they're they are running out of options. And frankly, they only have one option left, and that is to take out Trump. And I'm not talking politically. They literally want to take him out via assassination. Now, if you think I'm just being, oh, that's just fearmongering, really. Listen to the words out of Democrat's mouth and decide for yourself.
1: He is not only unfit; he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be—he uh, has
0: to be eliminated.
1: He will do. He will get away with. He will imprison. He will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute. A lot of people have tried to draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. The difference, though, I think, makes Donald Trump even more dangerous, because he has actually said out loud that it would be okay to terminate the Constitution to keep him in power. Well, Hitler was duly elected. That's right. Somebody with those tendencies, those dictatorial, authoritarian tendencies, would be like, Okay, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. Sounds like Nazism. If it it walks like Nazism, if you're not exactly sure what you call it if you don't call it
0: fascism. Donald Trump is going to consolidate power, politicize the rule of law, and break down democracy one day at a time. The man means to throw people in jail who disagree with him, shut down legitimate press outlets, do what he can to
1: literally undermine the rule of law and our country's value. I think it would be... The end of our country as we know it. The only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. No doubt about it.
0: Okay. All right. Now, you just heard that. These were all Democrats from Joe Scarborough uh, on MSLSD, Hillary Clinton, Claire McCaskill, and others eliminated that was Dan Goldman Democrat crack from uh, I believe New York excuse you uh, folks sorry this is what they're now left to hyperbole lies psychological projection I mean oh my gosh my old psych professor would love this I mean this is projection Psychological projection. I mean, it's like the Mac Daddy Jedi mind trick of all time. Tell, and and this is from the Joseph Goebbels school of propaganda. Tell a lie long enough, loud enough, and at some point people will believe it. Now the MSLSD crowd, you know, doesn't blow. Does not surprise me at all. Same with the Communist News Network. But. This is scary, folks, when you have people like that saying the things that they've said openly, and they want Trump gone. Now, keep in mind, folks, this is not something new. Does anybody remember the Bernie Sanders supporter who shot at the Congressional Republicans during a baseball practice, and dang near killed Steve Scalise? If it wasn't for the fact of these Capitol Hill police officers shooting and killing the guy, we could have Majority Leader Steve Scalise dead. Could be the late Steve Scalise. And yet, the same bunch of goofy leftists and their media lapdogs want to continue to push forth the notion That, well, it's Trump supporters, it's MAGA, it's this and it's that. It's like, mm mm-mm. I have never seen a political movement turn out so many dipsticks than America First. I mean, making America great again in the mind of some twisted leftist or somebody who's severely deceived is a bad thing? Is it? I mean making America great after what we've been through for three years of Joe Biden and for all these woke Christian wackadoodles who are very weird, very wimpy, and sadly, and I hate to say it, but they're very white, who came up with this nonsensical idea of, oh, Joe Biden's so moral and this and that. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. If you've been paying attention for the last three years, are you willing to stick with that? Are you? I sincerely hope not. Because if you are, you are a bigger mess than I I thought formerly. And the only person who can help you is God himself. And apparently, you don't seem to listen to him. My, just my observation. Nothing more, nothing less. But I'll tell you what. It is absolutely mind-boggling, mind-boggling about this. But, of course, one of the big issues this year, and during Speaker Johnson's press conference down at the border, has also said that this is, this year, Congress's top priority, uh, at least with the House anyway, is border security. Now, I'm having a real hard time with this. I, I really am. Because during Speaker Johnson's press conference, the first question came from my man, Ben Burkquam of Real America's Voice, who has been, oh my gosh, for the last three years or so, he's been in some of the most dangerous places. Uh, in the world dealing with the border I mean he's been in Mexico the, De- the Darien Gap in Panama been all the way down to the border of Venezuela and Colombia I mean my gosh the man has done just yeoman's work and I've had a chance to meet Ben Berkwam, uh on a couple of occasions the dude is awesome I mean the dude is brave he's awesome and he does stuff that the mainstream media Never, ever would do. Never. So he asked Speaker Johnson, and all assembled with him, a simple question. Are you willing, by show of hands, are you willing to make the decision either shut down the border or shut down the government? And apparently, some jackass, Congressman Pat Fallon of Texas, by the way, Yeah, he's like, oh, this isn't a classroom. Au contraire, uh, Congressman Fallon. It is. And it's not just a classroom. It's also a courtroom. Because if you're not willing to do what it takes to defend this nation, then you and your colleagues who vote with you will be weighed on the scales of justice And found wanting so you want to be snarky you want to heckle the guy because he asked a very fair question and a legitimate question and you're just like oh no that's the problem with Congress these yahoo's do not have a freaking clue whatsoever what it's like to be on the receiving end of this nonsense they they say one thing, they take the messaging votes, blah, 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 blah. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty of what this does to cities like New York, like Chicago, and even smaller communities, it's nonsense. It's not hyperbole when they talk about every state's a border state, every town's a border town. You talk to the people down there in South Texas, these Hispanics in these communities with all of these illegals coming through, ruining the quality of their town, their quality of life. Cities like San Antonio, El Paso, other places, uh, Eagle Pass. Oh my gosh. And, And yet... Some, these elitist snarky buggers think that an actual reporter who asked an, a legitimate question gets heckled. Pat Fallon, that could be something that's going to come back, and I really hope it comes back and haunts you and bites you square in the arse. Because that is the type of thing that doesn't help you, it doesn't help The house it doesn't help the party that doesn't help at all and I sincerely hope that you get a real good lesson in why you should keep your dad gum mouth shut because the people who are getting the short end of that stick are yes dem uh, are minorities Hispanics and blacks in the inner city getting replaced with lower skilled labor, cheaper labor, suppressing wages. and and of course, I'm like to see if like the US Chamber of Commerce or some big company has uh, thrown in some campaign money for uh, Congressman Fallon because dude, your big mouth, has now made you an enemy of an awful lot of people, and I hope to God they're from Texas in your district, sir, because right now, we are exactly two weeks, two weeks away from January 19th, which is an important date because the continuing resolution that really shouldn't have been voted for, the, for in the first place is up. And frankly, Mike Johnson, you know, I try to like the guy, but frankly, uh, he is not up for the job. Sorry, he's just not up for it. But the, the final appropriations bills, I mean, we're having to play catch up here. We're having to play catch up. The, <laughs> we're still not have all the appropriation bills for this fiscal year. We still don't have them all. And they're going to have to start working on the next fiscal year's appropriations bills because, frankly, Trump's going to come in in 2025 and he's going to have one hell of a mess to clean up. Excuse me. Because Congress didn't do their dang job. I, and and I feel badly for that. I mean, but like I said, this whole thing with the border, oh, I definitely got to uh, play... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want to play some audio. Uh, this is from Real America's Voice and Ben Berquam, the same Ben Berquam who got heckled by Pat Fallon, but just listening to the audio, I mean, I wish I could show you the video, but the audio is bad enough. So, I mean, listen to this.
1: These guys are out in Eagle Pass, all the border fields. If you want to get a uh, side view of the bus right here. Viajes al They're located in all these border towns. So they load up there, and they come and drop them off at these NGOs. They're really supposed to be dropping them off at the gate to make sure they're getting all checked in, but they just come to drop them Really? So right these here. people are just being dropped off. They're brought by uh, viajes al domicilio. They're located in Eagle Pass. How can they drop them here without actually dropping them in the? the I have no idea. Do
0: they just leave a bunch of illegal immigrants just outside?
1: Yeah, viajes al domicilio right there. That's wild. Drop them off in the in the parking lot. That's unbelievable. So they just came and dropped these guys off in the parking lot. Didn't even actually bring them into the facility, so they could have gone wherever they want. Now, obviously, they're going to go in there, but they, it just shows the disorder of this invasion. They're, you know, it's just they're getting so many people they can't even control the process. the Eagle Pass? the Negras, Eagle Pass. Where are you going to the United States? Chicago. You? Where are you going to the United States? Huh? Uh, Utah? Okay, it's fam. Two family. See, where do you live in the Carolina, North. Okay, North Carolina. Sir. Nebraska. Uh, where do you where Colombia. Colombia and going to Nebraska. Para Nebraska. Wow. Man, everywhere, all over the country.
0: Yep, that's that is a tiny sample of what Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas and so many others in the Biden administration have inflicted, intentionally inflicted upon us. Us, you, me, every hardworking American. And yet, the, one of the biggest losers of 2023, without a doubt in my mind, is the Republican Party. Big time. This is why I just couldn't stand it anymore after 30 years of being a Republican. I just said, I need to become a a conservative independent because this is ridiculous. I mean, the whole mess with McCarthy, oh my gosh, and the fact that the debt deal that he and his boys, Patrick McHenry and Garrett Graves of Louisiana... And Patrick Henry is North Carolina, and thank God he is n- not running for re-election. Because I hope my, f- my friends in my beloved home state just pretty much would have kicked his sorry butt out because he helped inflict this. McCarthy inflicted this. And because McCarthy inflicted it and all the other lies that he told to the conservative wing, the real conservatives... It ended up with in his ouster. And, yeah, yeah, and I talked about it before. The, the GOP revenge porn that went up on Capitol Hill was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting because the people who, <clears throat> excuse me, who got all mad at Matt Gaetz and Matt Rosendale and Bob Good and all the others who voted McCarthy out, apparently did not seem to uh, have a problem with a guy who lied i mean not just was mistaken he outright lied and he threw a major league monkey wrench that we the american people are having to deal with we've already as a country have had our uh, credit rating downgraded we're still dealing with over two trillion dollars in deficits right now and let's put the cherry on top of this sick twisted sunday as of january 2nd we have now officially reached 34 trillion dollars in debt and it took like a little over 100 days so essentially a little over three months Because of the debt deal, we've added a trillion dollars to the national debt. And actually, and and listening to Speaker Johnson and others, they're not going to fix it. They're not going to fix it. They're still going to try to play kick the can, still funding all of Biden's nonsense there's still going to be no real consequence, as far as impeaching Mayorkas, impeaching Biden, Garrett, uh, Merrick Garland. I mean, this is why the GOP, as it's currently configured, are a bunch of losers. And it also start, and you also land the blame right at the feet of Ronna McRomney. I, I love what Charlie Kirk calls her. Ronna McRomney, record low cash on hand for the GOP, not doing anything as far as voter integrity. That's They're leaving that to people like Mike Lindell and him putting his life, his fortune, his sacred honor to try to bring integrity back because Ronna McRomney won't. And there's a record number... Of retirements of Republicans who aren't running for re-election anymore, because they know once they screw the country, they can't be held responsible because they're not running for reelection. Hi, Folks, like I said, this is going to be a stone cold trip. OK. It's going to be a stone cold trip this year and I am going to do my best and with your help this year, we're going to basically push this. We're going to press it home, folks, (laughs) because and President Trump's right and he's going to be in Iowa this weekend. In fact, he'll be arriving later today. And doing four rallies over the weekend I mean four of them holy cow the man is the energizer bunny on steroids he's going for it and he's not taking anything for granted and that's what I love about Trump even though he's kicking butt everywhere you know as far as the polls go he's still going he's still going and he's still working the crowd still going to uh, um to be at various places Last night, his son, Eric, was in Ankeny, Iowa uh, at an event. And so was at a separate event was Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking and caucusing for President Trump. So I, you know, God bless him. God bless him for all he's doing. But it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens. Because the month of January is going to be nutty. I mean, just some of the highlights. I mean, yeah. Uh, On the 3rd, uh, Speaker Johnson was at the border with the Dog and Pony show. January 19th, we're going to have the... I mean, just right after the Iowa caucuses, the CR is going to expire. You've also got January 23rd, uh, which is the New Hampshire primary. And I'm really hoping that Iowa and New Hampshire pretty much nukes the rest of the competition. No Nikki Haley, no Ron DeSantis, no Chris, uh, no Chris Christie, and you know, and maybe you know, no more Vivek Ramaswamy. So it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens. And that's just some of the highlights. Uh, the Taiwan election is also coming up pretty quick. So that's gonna be real interesting on a foreign policy front. But folks, it's gonna be a real trip. But fortunately, I'm still here. Even though, yeah, struggling with a bit of a cold. But it's okay, because I have no intention of stopping, slowing down, or anything of that nature. Because if I do, there's going to be one less voice out there. And this year is the year to fight, be ready for what they're going to throw at you, and make your voices heard and tell Biden and the mainstream media and all these other goofballs who think who have nothing but contempt for you. They have nothing but contempt. But what can you do, folks? What can you do? so i'm hoping that this year in black and right will continue to pursue excellence to gain more followers on all of our social media uh we're gonna have uh i'm working on right now getting out as quickly as i can a brand new line of 2024 shirts and patriotic shirts and christian t-shirts on our website at our online store to uh and i would appreciate you know help in that regard. You can also donate to keep us going. We have a donation button right on our website in the upper right corner. But with your help, and I'm looking forward to meeting more people, uh, going to more events, not too many, but you know, at least some, just to let you know that I am out there. And I'm gonna get, I'm using my voice as a force multiplier for all of the other bigger names that have a lot more notoriety than I do, but it's not about notoriety. I'm gonna use what I have to help get this country back on track, and you can take that to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. And on that note, thank you so much for the two years that you've helped keep black and white on the air. I'm very grateful beyond words. I am humbled, extremely humbled that and a little surprised that we've made it this far, but like I said, 2 years, 300 plus episodes later, we're I believe this is going to be a really really good year. But it's not going to be without challenges. That is for sure. And with that, my friends, I will be back on Monday in a lot better shape and we're going to keep up and we're going to keep going so year two uh, going into year number three is going to be a whole lot of fun and on that note god bless you everybody have yourself a terrific weekend and always remember that patriots come in all colors